Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Hood Loves Me podcast. I am your gracious host, Mitchell Brown. Thank you all for joining us today, this evening. Um, Yeah, thank you. If this is your first time listening to the Hood Loves Me podcast, please subscribe, rate, and comment. We are on SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Store, um... Shit, where else? Stitcher Radio. Let's check us out. Hood loves me. Um, hi everybody. I I don't really have much to talk about in terms of my personal shit. I try to start out um this podcast with like a uh, little anecdote about some shit that happened during the week or you know something of the sort. And I don't really have much. I mean, like I got much. Eh, I. I I got shit to say, but it ain't really none of y'all fucking business. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, But we do have a lot to talk about that is your business, that is our business, that is everybody's business. Um, This is going to be a very, very sports-heavy podcast. Not so much in in the context that you think, but I mean, some of y'all may know, some of y'all may not know. I am a huge Serena Williams fan. I think Serena Williams is the greatest athlete in the history of the United States. Um, and Serena's in, you know, Wimbledon. And I and, and whenever I have a chance to talk about the greatness that is Serena Williams, I do it. Um, but we're also going to talk some World Cup. We're, 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 we're going to talk about uh, uh, some shady shit, some shady assaults, if you will. Um, and then, you know, we're going to talk about some 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 fun and or not so fun things. Um, I just want to say that I appreciate who Bill Russell is. I appreciate, I, I appreciate the old black man that Bill Russell is, right? Some of you guys may know who Bill Russell is. Some of you may not know who Bill Russell is. Bill Russell is the greatest winner in the history of basketball. Um, and that's no debate. And if you're a piece of shit, slimeball, young motherfucker that don't know shit about boxing, maybe not a piece of shit, slimeball. If you're just a young motherfucker that don't know shit about boxing, um, we can we can we can talk about why Bill Russell is the the greatest winner in the history of basketball, maybe even sports. But um, Bill Russell, all 81 years old of Bill Russell, he was on um, the NBA award show. 
and Charles Barkley uh, brought up Bill Russell in admiration. You know, we know Chuck sometimes likes to troll, likes to joke, says some things we don't really agree with sometimes. But but in admiration, he was talking about the greatness that is Bill Russell, and Bill Russell told him to go have a carnal relationship with himself. Bill Russell showed him his long his longest finger and told him to go fornicate with himself. I thought that was funny. Everybody got a kick out of that. We have the summer league in. Uh, Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Summer League, where all the rookies go, as well as the groupies, to try to get uh, their leg up on these up-and-coming prospects that just got drafted. And Bill Russell's there sitting courtside in in Vegas. And, um, you know, they had like a little fun moment with Vince Carter. Vince Carter was calling the games. Shout out Vince Carter. Vince Carter, I don't think Vince Carter retired. I think Vince Carter's still in the league. Keep hitting them checks, Vince. I think Vince got drafted in like 98. Something like that. Keep getting them checks, Vince. Um, and, and you know, Bill Russell flipped Vince Carter to Bird, right? And, and to me, it seems like it's unjust. Like, I don't, I, I don't think it's anything serious. I mean, I mean, everybody gets a good laugh out of it. Um, and that's great to me. That's, that's great that an 80-year-old Bill Russell still having his wits about him, you know, also not giving a fuck, right? And I think that now that Bill Russell is older, it's okay that he don't give a fuck, right? Um, Bill Russell played his career in Boston. I don't think I have to talk about uh, some of the racial history that Boston has, um, but Bill Russell, for all of his extraordinary accomplishments on the basketball court, for all of the wonderful things that he did for the city of Boston, Boston does not have a statue of Bill Russell. Um, Cleveland does not have a statue of Jim Brown. And Los Angeles recently built a statue to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Um, to me, it's no coincidence that these men have not received statues, that these men have not, are, are not, with the exception of Jim Brown. But when people talk about greatest basketball players ever, they seldom talk about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the all-time leading scorer. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar um, was basically LeBron James before LeBron James in terms of a prospect being who we thought they were. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was the can't-miss, excuse me, Lou Alcindor at the time was the can't-miss prospect in basketball and whatever. I'm not going to go too much in, in basketball. But they don't have statues. They, didn't, they don't receive the recognition that they deserve. Part of the reason I believe like they don't is because these are the gentlemen that stood next to Muhammad Ali when Muhammad Ali boycotted going to the Vietnam War. And um, we all know how people feel about uh, darkies being unpatriotic. And that leads me to my point about Serena Williams. Um, Serena Williams, I, I don't know if Serena Williams' middle name or if her, yeah, if, if her middle name starts with an F, but it should. She needs to change her name to Serena fucking Williams. Serena Williams had a, she, she had a person come out of her 10 months ago. She gave birth 10 months ago. And she had a very complicated birth. From what Serena says, she almost didn't make it as a result of her giving birth. And five months ago, she started training, or or at least she returned to tennis five months ago. Right? Now, mind you, Serena Williams is old for her sport. Right? Tennis is not a young person, excuse me, tennis is not an old person's sport. Okay? Serena Williams is in her mid-30s. Maybe even her late 30s. I'm not sure. She's probably around like 34, 35, maybe 36 years old. The oldest. I don't want to date her. Um, And 
She is she 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 has she's had a ninety percent win percentage over the top hundred and fifty players in the world over a span of three decades. If Serena Williams was a white woman, she'd be everywhere. She'd be everywhere. Serena Williams is her and 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 her sister. I don't want to discount Venus. Shout out Venus Williams. But these women are the America that they want us to believe in, right? These women, they, like, 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 first gener- self-made in, in its truest sense. And we're going to talk about some self-made shit later on. Self-made in its truest sense, the fact that these women were young girls from Compton, California, playing tennis. I don't think, like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think we, we really grasp how major that is. Kudos to her parents for making that investment. Say what you want about their father, Richard. Richard Williams did a damn good job raising these girls to be the women that they are, to be the athletes that they are. He instilled in them the 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 you know the discipline and 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 the toughness. And he also kind of protected them as they went through his journey because he knew the type of shit that they'd be getting into, right? Serena Williams, I mean, and I keep talking about Serena and only Serena, but Venus and Serena have overcome so much bullshit to get to where they are now. Um, It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal in every sense of the word, and we don't appreciate that. So as I record this, I don't even know. I know that Serena is in the final. I don't know if she is. I, I, I don't know if she won the final or not. I don't know if she won. Um... I hope she does. I hope she does win. Again, like I said, Serena Williams is absolutely fucking outstanding. And people need to realize how 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 awesome Serena Williams is. Not just in tennis. People talk about her being the greatest tennis player ever or the greatest, you know, they they like try to minimize it, the greatest woman's tennis player or whatever. Fuck all that shit. Male, female, Serena Williams is the greatest athlete in the history of the United States. If, and if you can't respect that, your whole perspective is whack. And mind you, I'm a fucking Michael Jordan fan. I think Jordan's a piece of shit as a human being personally. I don't know that man personally, so that's a subject to be changed. But Michael Jordan is an outstanding athlete, and I grew up in the Jordan era. I think LeBron James is an outstanding athlete. They can't breathe the air that Serena Williams farts in, in my opinion. Um, Just considering the longevity of it, as well as the fact that tennis is such an isolated sport. Right. So on on, you know, certain nights we can say, oh, you know, Mike had a bad night, but Scottie Pippen was there to pick up the load or, or, you know, one of the other teammates was there to pick up the load. You know what I mean? If LeBron James had a bad night at, at like times in his career, he had a Kyrie Irving to fall back on. He had a Dwayne Wade, a Chris Bosh. You know what I mean? Even 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 at early parts of his career, I mean, a Larry Hughes, as much of a joke as that is, or Booby Gibson, as much of a joke that that is, he still had somebody else to rely on because these guys play team sports, right? Tom Brady plays a team sport. Tom Brady don't play defense. Tom Brady ain't kicking the ball. You know what I'm saying? Serena Williams is out there alone with one other girl 
with one other woman that spent her entire life, her entire professional career training to beat her. And she has a 90% win percentage of the top 150 players in the world. I don't think she's to be fucked with. Serena is unfuckwittable, in my opinion. Shout out Serena Williams. We're talking about tennis. Tennis is a sport. I'm, I, I'm at the beach not too long ago. And I see this young kid surfing. Right? And a friend of mine that I was with looks at me and kind of smirks. Right? Her and I kind of had the same idea. Like, yo... We see this little white dude surfing, this little white kid surfing. This motherfucker probably can't even read good, but he out here surfing. We start getting the conversations about the opportunities and shit, right? And, you know, certain people that come from a certain part of the world, that come from a certain type of demographic, they're not afforded the same opportunities to do things like surf as children because their parents can't afford it or do things like play tennis as children because their parents can't afford it, right? So they don't play tennis, they can't afford it or they don't surf because they don't afford it or, 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 or whatever. But we have soccer or, or football, real football, the kind they play with their feet, not the kind that gives you CTE, the kind that, you know, people play with their feet. We have the World Cup, the greatest tournament in the world, Craig, ending this weekend um, or, or at least the weekend that I'm recording this or, or, or the weekend that this bitch is going to be out. And it's France versus Croatia. And this World Cup has been fantastic. This World Cup has been incredible. Um, I, I find myself cheating at, at, at work, um, watching the world cup on my iPad, shout out to the, to, to the technology that we have. And, um, I'm loving every minute of it. So it's the, it's France versus Croatia, right? And I'm cheering for France. Now, early in this tournament, I was cheering for Germany. I'm a Bayern Munich fan. Bayern Munich is my club team. I'm very familiar with a lot of the German players or a lot of the players on the German team. But Germany, they, they got eliminated in the group stage. And I feel like a large reason as to why they got eliminated in, in, in the group stage because they were still relying on a lot of the players that won them the World Cup in 2014. One thing that soccer gets right or, you know, European football or, you know, international football, if you will. One thing that they get right is they don't believe in them legacy acts, Right. Like, we believe in shit like that here in the United States. We believe that um, people should be given a pass based off of their past accomplishments and shit. That's how we allow fucking an old Kobe Bryant to, to fester on the basketball court through an Achilles injury, through a, a shoulder injury, and give him the chance to take 50 shots in his last game and shit. You know what I'm saying? They don't, they don't, they don't get down like that in international football. Like, if you old, my nigga, you got to go. Like, ain't going to be no fanfare. We ain't going to send you on no world tour where everybody gives you gifts and shit. You got to nigga, get the fuck, because we're here to compete. Ain't going to be no Derek Jeter, New York Yankee bullshit where they're wielding his old ass out and, and you know what I'm saying? Or, or or you're making a player that's better than him play a position that isn't his natural position. Right? Like, when the Yankees made A-Rod play third base because Derek Jeter played shortstop. They don't get down like that in international soccer, in international football. If you're fucking too long in the tooth, if you're old, you got to get the fuck up out of here. Point blank, period. And if you don't believe me, ask Zlatan 
Ibrahimovic. Shout out Zlatan. I love Zlatan. Just that name, Zlatan. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. One of the best footballers in the world. Plays for the Los Angeles Galaxy now, but he's a little long in the tooth. So the Swedish national team told him to go suck it easy, dog. Right? I mean, France has outstanding players that aren't on that aren't in the tournament. The Franck Ribéry's, the the Kareem Benzema's. Right, guys, guys that are outstanding footballers that are not in in the tournament. Right, shout out to Rafael Varane, Samuel Umtiti. They got a uh, 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 Paul Pogba. Paul Paul Pogba is one of the most entertaining soccer players in the world. If you're not a fan of Paul Pogba style of football, quarantine Tolisso. Shout out Bayern Munich. France also has uh, Conte. I can't pronounce his first name, but the dude Conte, the little little short. Dark-skinned dude who's, who's probably the best one-on-one defender in world football. Um, but they got Kylian Mbappe. Kylian Mbappe is the star of the tournament, or at least he's having a breakout performance this tournament. He's 19 years old. Antoine Griezmann. Uh, Olivier Giroud with, 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 an, uh, with an awesome head of hair. But they're taking on a Croatia team. Croatia has some very good midfielders. Luka Modric, Perisic, Kovacic, right? Ivan Rakitic. These guys play for major international Spanish club teams. I believe um, like Modric plays for Real Madrid. They won um, the Champions League this past year. Rakitic plays for Barcelona. They got Mario Madzukic from Bayern Munich fan. Mario Madzukic, uh, I believe he plays for Juventus. It's going to be a good match. Um, I plan on watching it. I plan on doing a little bit of day drinking. Starts at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I'm going to do a little bit of day drinking as I watch this tournament because fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Why not? Right? They said it's going to be a fight. Fuck it. But um, I was talking earlier about the opportunity, and you guys heard me speak ad nauseum. If, if you listen to this podcast, then, then you know how I feel about the current position of youth soccer, even the current position of USA soccer, how it's fucking horseshit now. I'm very frustrated with USA soccer because there's 340 something million people in this country, and we're not even in this tournament. And Croatia, I believe uh, uh, Croatia is the, the second smallest country to reach the final, right? In fact, let me see how many. What's the population size for Croatia? Let me hop on the wiki and see if I could I could I could drum up the population size for Croatia, right quick, right? Um, let's see if we got. Did you mean? Oh yeah, 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 Croatia. Yeah, I spelled that shit all the way wrong. Fuck that shit all the way up. Um, come on, goddamn it, open up. FYI, we do this live, right? Like like an angry Bill O'Reilly. You know, fuck it. We'll do it live. Right. Um, so Croatia has. Wow. Holy dog shit, Batman. Is that a real number? Four million people in Croatia. Holy shit. There's only four million people. Dude, there's four million people in Houston. Are you shitting me? There's four million fucking Croatians in the goddamn United States. Every time I fucking look at some bullshit like this, I get more and more frustrated. There's four million people in Croatia. 
right? I think there's 8 million people on Manha- on the island of Manhattan. I know there's 2 million people in Yonkers. Holy shit. I hear that Croatia has some nice beaches. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're opposite from whatever, whatever that body of water is. I used to be real nice with these fucking geography back in the day. Whatever that body of water is uh, in the eastern coast of Italy, Croatia b- borders that. Like they're on the other side of that, dude. That I sound real unintelligent as I as I as I as I try to talk about this. I don't remember that body of water. It's not the Mediterranean. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't remember what that is. Adriatic Sea. The Adriatic, the Adriatic, 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 Salam, the Asiatic, Salam, brother, break bread, Salam, break bread. Speaking of breaking bread, Shady McCoy, what's up, Shady? Uh, Shady's girlfriend, excuse me, ex-girlfriend, pardon me, Shady McCoy's real name is LaShawn McCoy. You guys may have seen this in the news or on your timeline or, or, or whatever. But a young woman um, was physically assaulted. Uh, this young woman's name is, er, one second, one second, one second. I, you know, usually I'm way more prepared than, ah, Delicia Corden. Delicia Corden, um, was assaulted and it was, it was, it was, it was vicious. It was, it was vicious. Her face does not look like her face when she is, yeah, she, she just looks bad. So I, I wish a speedy recovery to that young woman. Um, but the police were called to a house in Georgia and um, cops came and, and then all of a sudden this woman's friends, people on social media uh, were accusing LaShawn McCoy of, of being the one that coordinated this attack on this young woman. Right. Um, not sure. If it's true, you know, this is incredibly irresponsible journalism on my behalf at this moment, but fuck it. Uh, Right now, this is just a news story. We don't know the facts. We don't know the answers. It's just a bunch of he said, she said, gossipy bullshit. Right. But um, you can read right now. I'm on ESPN.com looking at an article written by Mike Rodak. I'm not really going to go in depth too much about this man's article. You can check it out if you want. Um, I, I, I will say that. On, on, you know, LaShawn McCoy's point of view, he's denying everything. He's saying that he hasn't been in contact with any of the people for months. Um, he's trying to have this young woman removed from his residence. I believe it's her house that she was staying at or his apartment that she was staying at. And they are no longer together. And um, from what I understand, LaShawn McCoy has been spending his time in South Florida training for this upcoming season. I think it's very responsible for him. Excuse me, very responsible of him to if the relationship is over. And if you know that it's a toxic relationship, if it's a tumultuous type of situation, to distance yourself from it. And by distance, that I mean get the fuck out of the state. Right? I think that's a very, you know, that's, that's very good judgment from somebody who in the past is rumored to not have very good judgment. Okay. Um, one side is, is is saying that it's kind of ironic that this woman got assaulted. This woman got beat up the week that she was supposed to be quote unquote evicted. I'm not going to, I'm not going to dive into that. I, I think that's incredibly irresponsible to, to insinuate that 
this woman would plan an assault on herself to kind of, you know, uh, tarnish or, or ruin or damper the career or public reputation of an ex. I think that's a little bit, you know, much. Um, I'm hoping maybe it's, it's, it's just a case of wrong place, wrong time, right? Where, you know, people know where, or, or people learned where Shady McCoy lived, or they learned of his residence, and, you know, they wanted to go do a home invasion, and, you know what I'm saying, and, and they, like, broke into the house, and they see that this woman is in the house, and, you know, they do what bitch niggas do, which is beat up women. I don't believe that, at least I don't, I, well, yeah, I don't believe it because I don't have enough information. So I don't believe that LaShawn McCoy is, is the one responsible for this. Um, now, 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 there were other domestic disputes in their relationship in the past. It just says domestic disputes. It doesn't really say much. Uh, it doesn't really go much in detail about what these disputes are. A domestic dispute can be an argument. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's had some form of domestic dispute that doesn't come to fisted cuffs. That doesn't come to physical assault, right? You know, you know what I'm saying? You come home from work and shit. You, you, you're in a bad mood. Your girl in a bad mood. How was your day, motherfucker? Fuck you, motherfucker. Like, that's a domestic dispute. You feel what I'm saying? Like, damn, bitch, you cooking chicken again tonight? I'm fucking tired of chicken. Like, you know what I'm saying? I want some duck. Like, that's a domestic dispute. It ain't just Ray Rice teeing off on the chicken elevator. You know what I mean? Um, but there was... There... There were some of Shady McCoy's belongings in this residence. And again, very good judgment by Shady McCoy. I applaud him from at least learning from his mistakes because, like I said, in the past, some, some people believe that he did not practice good judgment in, in the past. So Shady, while he's training, while he's you know doing things to get ready for this upcoming season, put his mom in charge of retrieving some of his items from the home. I think that's a good idea. Uh, so, so we'll see what happens as this story evolves. Um, ladies, tell your hood right friends to not get on Instagram making assumptions about shit or saying shit that they don't know nothing about. Because, you know, if this does go to court, I mean, that can't help this young woman. Right. Um, you know, there are, there are court records that, that, that show that, um, Shady McCoy has been trying to evict this woman from the home. And a hearing was scheduled for two days before this incident happened. You know what I mean? Um, so we'll see what happens. Best of luck to these people. Best of luck um, to, you know, Shady McCoy this upcoming season. Um, and again, a speed of recovery to, uh, let me get her name. 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 Where's this young woman's name? Delicia Corden. Speed of recovery to her. Cause, uh, those, those, those pictures are vicious. And like I said, she, she, she seemed like a very good, I mean, a very good looking woman before, um, you know, these assholes did that to her. So, um, yeah, sh sh shout out to them. Speaking of assholes. Right, we're gonna transition now. So, so that's the sports shit. We got the shit out of the way, but we're gonna talk about these assholes, these assholes doing shit to people. I guess, if if you will, right, assholes. 
Um, there's there's a uh, belief or there's um, some thinking that this Me Too shit has gone too far. And in the past, not even in, in the past, like I'm here for this Me Too shit. Like if you're a creep, if you're eh, not a creep, it's not illegal to be a creep. But if you're a predator and if you're, you know, using your power or your status or whatever to enact these predatory uh, urges. Hey, my man. Tough break, my nigga. Like tough titty, dog. You know, really, really don't have much to say about that. Like if you're a Harvey Weinstein, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, my man, yo, dog, time's up. Sorry. Um, I, I, again, I wouldn't lump a Harvey Weinstein in the basket as an Al Franken or, or, uh, like a Louis CK or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, people that made inappropriate comments and shit. Granted, if you're doing this at work and you lose your job because of it, that's to me, that's the cost of doing business. You feel what I'm saying? But there was a woman by the name of Leah McSweeney. Leah McSweeney wrote an article um, where, you know, she she said, can we talk about toxic femininity? And um, it's a very interesting article um, because all we talk about is toxic masculinity. Oh, if you don't get your eyebrows done, it's because of toxic masculinity. Or um, if you don't let your girlfriend put, you know, her fingers in your butthole, it's because of toxic masculinity. You know, you could just not be into shit going in your asshole. But if you don't want it, you know what I'm saying? If you're not accepting of uh, taking bubble baths, you're the toxic masculinity. But this... Uh, I'm glad that a woman wrote this article. I think that if a man wrote this article about toxic femininity, um, he'd be laughed off stage. He'd be laughed off stage by, by all the cavemen, you know, fucking Neanderthals, guys like me that, that are like super macho, hyper macho and shit, as well as, you know, a whole bunch of women that would call them out of touch. Because the Me Too movement absolutely has a place. In my opinion, absolutely ha- has a place. I don't appreciate the Me Too movement being co-opted by a bunch of white chicks. Um, you know, you got your Rose McGowan's out here. You got a whole bunch of chicks that are are trying to resurrect their career, right? I mean, you know, the, the Me Too movement has been gentrified. There was a, a black woman, Tarana Burke, who was um, a sexual assault survivor, and and sh- and she did a has been doing a lot of work for a lot of years genuinely helping a lot of women get to a better place after they've been violated in a very vicious and heinous way. That's not something that should be forgotten. Right? So a couple weeks back, um, as I was recording this podcast, Anthony Bourdain passed away or at least new or, or, or we broke the news. I like to say we broke the news here at the hood loves me podcast that Anthony Bourdain uh, killed himself in a French hotel room, right? Now, he, he you know, talked openly about, uh, uh, this is 
Bourdain I'm talking about. He talked openly about his battles with addiction, his battles with depression, and, and, and you know, the world was still shocked, right? And, and whenever somebody commits suicide, especially somebody that's in the public light, somebody that reaches some level of status and wealth and achievement, everybody says, oh my God, why'd you do that? You were rich. Um, now, what Leah McSweeney is saying in this article is that Anthony Bourdain's girlfriend, um, a woman by the name of Asia Argento, and um, a friend, Rose McGowan, um, are the, not the cause, but, but like they're in the shadows of this, right? So these two women have, you know, used and abused the, 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 the Me Too movement. And this is a direct quote in the article. These two women have used and abused the Me Too movement, which they have been at the front lines of since the beginning for their own personal gain. I know it's uncouth for me to say that, but I'm saying it. I'm uncouth. Kick me off the planet, ladies. Now, that's a direct quote from Leah McSweeney. Ladies, don't kick me off the planet. Y'all smell too nice, and I like how y'all skin looks way more than any swinging dick that's listening to this podcast. So those, that was a direct quote from Leah McSweeney. What she's saying is that it's it's been basically ignored that Asia Argento has been sneaky dicking if you will, um, and that Anthony Bourdain, and she's alleging that Anthony Bourdain killed himself because he was so distraught, right? Um, because of this. Now, I, I don't think that's fair to say, and I, and I and I'm sure his family don't want to believe that he killed himself over a piece of pussy. However, that's what Leah McSweeney is saying. These are her words. These are not my words, um, and. Again, read the article. There's a lot of shit in the, in the article. And, I, and, I, I, and with articles like this, I feel like a lot of things are kept out of the article. Um, whether you're on the side of Asia Argento and Rose McGowan, whether you're on the side of Leah McSweeney, whether you're a neutral bystander like me, this was a very well-written article. Shout out to Leah McSweeney for that. Um, but yeah, listen, I think that we need to, as a, as a society, we're getting better with how we talk about, with how we deal, with how we cope with mental issues, like, you know, mental illnesses and depression and, and things that affect people mentally. We're doing a better job. I think that some of it, however, I think that people use it as a crutch, just like this Me Too shit, right? Yeah, listen, there are real to life fuck Balls, fuck boys, slime balls. Not even fuck boys because fuck boys don't really fucking sexually assault women. They just shitty niggas. But like, the, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 there's a real life problem with how we deal with women in these United States. There's a real life problem with how we deal with people in a sexual way. There's a real life problem with how we deal with sex in these United States, and that's not to be sneezed at. And I don't want to minimize that at all. At the same time. There are those people that use this shit as a weapon. Jamie Foxx recently just got cleared of all charges because some chick said that he slapped her with his dick in 2000 or whatever, the f 2002, 2001 or something like that. Like, as a man, 
that has slapped people on the face with my penis. It was all consensual. It's a lot that goes into it. Like you don't accidentally. You like I. I don't know. I don't know if it's possible to to sneak a dick slap. I'm not sure you can do that. You know what I'm saying? Just because there's a lot of moving parts in that. But you know, Jamie Foxx had to go through those issues that Jamie Foxx had to go through because of it. And he's clear. Right. There's a, there was a lot of I mean, um, what's the word? Uh, what's the guy? Oh, man. Um, he was Rain Man. Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman was accused. By a, a woman, um, she, she says that they had consensual sex. So this was the story. She said that she shared a cab with Dustin Hoffman and, and like a group of friends in, in the fucking 70s. Right. And they're in a cab and Dustin Hoffman, who was, who was probably a star at, at, at that time, you know, gets feeling and touchy with her in, in the cab. When he exits the cab, hands her 20 bucks and says, this is for cab fare later so you can come to my hotel room because I'm trying to wear that ass out. I'm paraphrasing. She goes to this hotel room later and they have sex. Consensual sex. She admits that the sex was consensual. However, she says that the touching in the taxi cab was unwanted. Bitch. Come on. This shit was 40 fucking years ago. And obviously you did want that shit if you went back to his, his fucking, uh, uh, his hotel room. Right? So, you know what I'm saying? We got Bill Cosby and, and Bill Cosby, is a, he, he's a piece of shit. However, if Bill Cosby sexually assaulted you, why would you come back to his hotel room seven more times? You know what I'm saying? Certain, certain shit I, I, I feel like is getting out of hand and... Quite frankly, it's not up for men to regulate that. Like, that's a conversation that women need to have with other women. Like, women need to regulate that amongst women to make sure that these bitches ain't getting out of hand with their bullshit. Right there. Now, there is a small demographic. Now, listen, I, now, now, whoa, pause one second. That's not a dog whistle for all, all, all you fellas. It's like, yeah, hell yeah, these bitches be tripping. Because that's not what it is either. Like, there is a small demographic of women, however, that lie blatantly about assault allegations, about sexual assault allegations, that lie about a whole lot of shit to, to gain some type of vengeance or to do some type of damage because they're scorned or, or, or because they're upset about whatever. I know, that, I, know, I know that that word, scorn, but bitches be scorned, B. Fuck that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying that, fellas, that ain't our fight. All right? That ain't our fight, fellas. It ain't up for us. So don't go to your girl or don't be up here in front of these women. Tom Bot. Yeah, man, my man Mitch told me that because I ain't say that shit. And I ain't say that shit either. That was a direct quote from Leah McSweeney is, is her name. Leah McSweeney. She wrote this article. Article's pretty good. Check out the article. Um... But yeah, that's all I got to say about that in terms of the Me Too, right? Because the Me Too shit ain't self-made. But who is self-made? Kylie Jenner. Kylie Jenner, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if y'all see the Forbes article. Kylie Jenner is about to be a self-made billionaire at 21 years old. 
and and it was a whole but it was a whole bunch of uh backlash about that right we had the tweet from um the the official twitter account of dictionary.com time about what self-made is i don't think kylie jenner self-made it in in the least i don't think she's self-made about anything um I mean, like, I don't think nothing... I mean, her face ain't even self-made. That shit man-made as fuck. Shout out to Dr. Miami. Her face, her lips, right? And, like, even in this... Even in this, um... Even in this photo on the cover of the Forbes article... Excuse me, on the cover of Forbes magazine... Um... She looks crazy. Like, she looks crazy. Early on in life, you know what I mean? Early, you know, you know when, 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 when you're younger and you, you, you're dating women and you, you at a chick's house and shit and they want to watch something, you end up watching it, right? And, like, you might even start to like the shit that chicks watch. So, in, in the past, I, you know, would date women and they'd watch, like, Keeping Up With The Kardashians and shit. And this was back when, like, the, you know, Kylie and, um, what's the other, what, what's uh, Bruce's other daughter's name? Um, Kendall. They were young girls. And there was one episode I remember when um, Bruce, and I'm calling him Bruce because the nigga was Bruce at the time. I know, the, I know the nigga's Caitlin now, but he was Bruce at the time. Bruce was trying to, um, I guess, teach, I don't know if it was Kylie or if it was Kendall, a lesson. And he had asked one of his daughters to clean something or to do something. And, you know, as the, the, the entrepreneurs that these young women are, I, I don't want to take that away from them. They hired somebody, like maybe like Bruce had wanted them to clean the yard or clean or do some household chores or whatever. And they, and they hired somebody to, to, to do it for them so they could focus on the shit that they wanted to focus on. Now, that's entrepreneurship in its truest sense. Right. I'm not going to work hard. I'm going to work smart, pay some Guatemalan to work hard for me, make America great again. You know what I'm saying? That's that's. That's our capitalist society. That's America, America, whether you like it or not. Okay. That's what that's those young girls. Yo, Kylie don't look like none of them. Kylie don't look like none of them. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if Kylie got the 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 the, the fucking build a bear booty like Kim and, and uh, uh like OJ's daughter do, but she don't look like Whatever, I'm uh, whatever. I'm not gonna talk about that. But the self-made, self-made, she's not. Her father is one of the greatest Olympians in the history of the United States, and her mother is. I mean, Kris Jenner is a powerful force, <laughs> to say the least. Um, she's the linchpin of their empire, right? Kris Jenner knows how to make some motherfucking money, and she an old hoe. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like old old hoes is hustlers. Y'all might remember that fucking uh, Poetic Justice scene where uh, that old hoe in fucking Poetic Justice says, I don't get stressed. All I do is dress and mess. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Where where, where, uh, 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 she was talking about where fucking Regina King was tripping. She was upset about Chicago. And it was like, girl, don't be bad. Like, let's go get one of his credit cards and blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? you, You feel me? Like, that's the Chris Jenner is from that ilk. You feel me? Like triple OG type ganking niggas. Hard body ganking niggas. 
You feel me? Chris Jenner was at her husband's job with her new boo while her husband was working at her side nigga's trial. That's some true to life pimp shit, if I say so myself, my nigga. True to life pimp shit. And if you can't respect that, I mean, you're just a motherfucking hater. But this woman isn't self-made. I mean, come on. Listen, honestly, few billionaires are self-made. Right? Like Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, Elon Musk. I'm probably missing a few here or there. You know what I'm saying? Art Williams. Shout out Art Williams. A few billionaires are self-made. So I don't think it's a shade. It's it's, it's not a shade to Kylie to say that she's not self-made. I also see motherfuckers talking about they're going to start up like a GoFundMe and shit to try to raise like the extra like hundred million dollars so they could push her over the top. Like, and you really got to be a fucking groupie. You like, like you really got to not have nothing going for you in life. If you want to give a bitch that has 900 million, a hundred more, if you ain't got shit. Motherfuckers ain't got pot to piss in or window to throw it out of, but you want to raise money for this bitch? And it's ironic that she's making money off of cosmetics and shit, selling lipstick and all that shit, and she ain't got no lips. I mean, she has lips now because of, you know, the botulism toxins. But you know what I'm saying? She ain't got no lips. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I think I'm going to try to stretch out my sea legs. But you ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Dan. Like, you know, it's like she ain't got no lips. Like, you got baby mama drama. You ain't even got you no baby. But I digress. Our final story of the night, evening, afternoon, whatever time it is. Yo, by the way, I love the summer. You look outside in the summer, you don't know what fucking time it is. And then you fucking look at your watch like, holy shit, goddamn, it's that late or that early? Like, you know what I'm saying? You can still be, be fucking rocking your sunglasses and shit at 8.45 p.m. You feel me? In New Jersey, ladies and gentlemen. In New Jersey, you bitch. Um, but let's talk about President Pussy Grabber. No podcast is complete without us talking about president pussy grabber so president pussy grabber went over to london and two hundred and fifty thousand people in london protested they had balloons out and all types of shit out damn i thought the british ain't fuck with the colonies like that's what they call us the colonies and shit right i thought they but yo two hundred and fifty thousand motherfuckers in the street to protest a foreign leader Yo, that's crazy. I think that also speaks about the type of news system, the type of media system we have in these United States. The fact that, you know, other people from other parts of the world can learn how um, controversial our president is. And they're a fucking six hour flight away. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I think that that speaks volumes because we don't know shit about any other leaders. We don't know shit about the prime minister of Canada, fucking Justin Trudeau. We don't know shit. We, I challenge any of you motherfuckers without running to your phone, without running. Tell me who the president of Mexico is. Right? Who's the emperor or the prime minister of Japan? I, I, I like, you know what I'm saying? The fact that a these motherfuckers is so, and, and, and yo, you, you, you got to see these pictures. Like they sent a, a very, yo, listen, President Pussy Grabber, you are not welcome here, my nigga. We don't fuck with you. 
Like, we do not fuck with you as a staff, record label, and as a motherfucking crew. And if you want to be down with President Pussy Grabber, fuck you too. Like, that's what, that's what the Brits are saying. And shout out to them. They protest. They take this protest shit seriously in other parts of the world. Americans, we are pussy. Americans are pussy because we're conditioned. We, we allow ourselves to get beat up, to just take any type of abuse from management. This past week, the, the owner of the Arizona Cardinals, the football team, the tackle football team of the National Football League, on the team website was big enough. Trump's pick for Supreme Court, uh, the, uh, the dude Kavanaugh, because he and Kavanaugh were buddies. Well, they, they used to go to school together. But y'all didn't want politics involved in y'all sports. He put this shit on the team website. But y'all don't want y'all politics and you know what I'm saying in in sports. But a motherfucker can have a silent protest, but that's okay and shit. And people side to that and say, oh well, he's he's he he he's the owner. He can do whatever he wants. Like that's some real pussy ass shit that infects our psyche as the United States of America. Just thinking that management can do whatever because they own it or because you're a worker. Like, nah, motherfucker, that ain't it. If everybody didn't show up to work, management would be what? Ownership would be what? Like the powers and the people. And these Europeans know that shit. They work four days a week in France because these niggas protested for that shit. Only in the fucking United States can a woman have a baby and be mandated to be back at work in six weeks. A, our society doesn't respect women. B, fuck you, bitch. Get back to work and earn these monies. And we accept that as part of the program. It's just the cost of doing business as a necessary evil and shit. You know what I'm saying? People accept terrible treatment from their job. Because we are conditioned to not believe in ourselves in these United States. We are conditioned that our voice does not matter, that our opinions do not matter, that nobody gives a fuck about us. We're conditioned to that shit and we accept that shit. And then what's even more nefarious is we pass those beliefs on to our children. And our children don't believe that they could be shit because they shitty ass parents was never nothing. And then this motherfucker goes over to Europe. Right? To, To the island nation that is England. And 250,000 people fill up the streets in one city to protest. He's not even the leader of their country. You feel what I'm saying? Like, like, yo, people miss the magnitude of this shit. But, you know, we're going to make America great again. Right? We're going to call Colin Kaepernick unpatriotic, even though this motherfucker is literally setting shit up to, to, to beef against our allies. Right? Check out these tariffs. Wait, yo, check out what's going on in Haiti. Shout out to them Haitians. Haitians ain't never been pussy. We talk a lot of shit about Haitians in these United States. Haitians ain't never, Haitians over, over in their country killing motherfuckers over this oil shit. Right, every other every other group of people in the world will kill your ass over some violations. They will kill your ass in Greece in 2008 when 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 they they, they had the financial crisis and shit. Like like Greek people was going in banks, pulling out bankers, killing them niggas in the street. 
Like, where the fuck is my money on some fuck J.G. Wentworth, 877 Cash Now type shit, nigga? I, where's my, where the fuck is my money? They was going in the street killing motherfuckers. You will never see no shit like that in the United States. Motherfuckers is pussy. Niggas will fist fight. Niggas will fist fight your grandmother though at the gas station if 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 she's taking too long to pump. Niggas will do bitch ass pump nigga shit like that, but they won't stand up for themselves and they won't teach their kids how to stand up for themselves because they pussy. In the truest sense of the word, nigga pussy. You feel me? Um, so you know these 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 tariffs, man. Like Harley Davidson. Now, listen, I ain't never gave a fuck about riding no Harley Davidson. I know people that voted for Trump did. Do. They give a fuck about Harley Davidson's. They may even own some Harley Davidson's, right? There's a huge BMW factory or, or BMW complex in South Carolina. They talking about moving their jobs because of steel tariffs. Volvo is moving their jobs because of steel tariffs. Yo, even the, even the Make America Great hats, because, you know, they're made in China. So, like, even the Make America Great Again hats that are made in China... They're going to go up in price because we're fucking putting tariffs on the Chinese and they like, yo, nah. You feel me? Shit is fucked up in every sense of the word. And we allowed this motherfucker to co-opt something that we were supposed to love, which is the NFL. I am going into my second season of not watching the NFL. My, and, and, you know, before I was real kind of neutral about it, like, you know, if you want to watch the NFL, go ahead and do it. It's okay. Not anymore. Not when owners of teams are putting it on the team website. Owners, like, you know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Like, what, what is it going to take when owners of teams under sworn testimony are saying, yes, we were pressured by Donald Trump to do something about this. So how y'all going to respond when Conor Kaepernick loses his lawsuit? Because he's going to lose his lawsuit. He's going to lose his collusion lawsuit. He's not going to win. He's not going to win. Y'all niggas still going to watch the games and shit? Or no? I don't know. I do know that I'm out, though. Thank you so much for listening to the Hood Lost Me podcast this week, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate that. I'm about to go enjoy uh, some of this summer shit for your ass right here. Please subscribe, rate, and comment. If you enjoyed this podcast, leave us a five-star rating. If you don't leave us a five-star rating, and you a bitch-ass nigga. That's really all I got to say about that. Thank you. Tune in, this, tune in next week. We're going to have some more, uh, 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 some more hot fire for your headpiece. Yeah. This is my Mr. Time. Chairman, I'm sorry, I need point of order. This point of order. No. The general state is point of order. A member of this committee just asserted that this witness, who is under oath and a former agent of the FBI, lied. There is no evidence that I ask him to withdraw it. I do not withdraw it. He is not a member of Congress. It's not a violation of the rule. And just as you have been expressing bias through your members about what a hero there is not a single person on this committee who has ever characterized a witness. Gentleman from Rhode Island. Gentlemen, it's my time. That's a gentleman from Rhode Island will suspend. No, the disgrace Mr. what this man has done. The gentleman from Texas will suspend for a moment. There is the disgrace. 
and it won't be recaptured anytime soon because of the damage you've done to the justice system. And I've talked to FBI agents around the country. You've embarrassed them, you've embarrassed yourself, and I can't help but wonder when I see you looking there with a little smirk, how many times did you look so innocent into your wife's eye and lie to her about uh, Lisa? Mr. Hey, Chairman, this is outrageous. The credibility of a witness Shame is always on an Mr. issue. Mr. Chairman, please. Have have you Mr. Chairman, this is an intolerable harassment of the witness. What is wrong with that? You need your medication. The gentleman controls the time.